guitar. Who are you? Where do you come from? Are you listening to me? What do you want to do with your life? I want to rock. Hello, babes. You're at the Headbangers Rock Show, where the past is still kicking ass. This isn't a podcast for nerds, hosers, piecers, or dudes that dress like girls. Unless those dudes play 80s metal, then, well, that's hot. Because nothing gets a girl looser than an ice-cold wine cooler and a monster riff. Now, here's your hosts, Joe and Chris, to take you on a sticky sweet adventure, back to a time when rock and metal ruled the schools. The Headbangers Rock Show starts now. Okay, welcome to Headbangers Rock Show, uh, our little podcast in our little corner of our little universe. Um, our bi-weekly episode uh, that we do, generally bi-weekly, and generally, generally a, a glitch-free, shall we say, um, podcast episode that comes to you bi-weekly. However, uh, last week we did have a um, little bit of a glitch, and this week we've got a little bit of a glitch, because typically, sitting across from me um is chris 51 there joseph how you doing today however he is uh not here right now he was here when we recorded the episode but for some reason um we had a little bit of a glitch and his whole uh first 20 minutes of him do him and i doing our uh well not monologue because there's two of us a duologue if you want uh his whole voice disappeared you know uh, last week we had a little minor glitch with my microphone uh, cutting out on a couple segments here and there. So, like I said, what what is normally pretty glitch free, we've been hit twice in a row now with the uh, the glitch bug. So we're gonna make the best of the situation here, and I'm gonna uh, open up with you guys for a few minutes till we get back into the meat and potatoes of the episode, of which Chris's voice is there. Um, but I've already done if anybody that does podcast, I've already done all the music ads and everything else and editing and stuff and so to go back and sort of you know just pull everything forward it wouldn't make sense we need some kind of um, opening to get us going and um, so what I'm going to do rather than pull everything just it's it's really a headache to to do to try to negotiate it to like pull everything forward and me just come out and give you five minutes so I'm going to give you about the time that it took us to get to our first picks um, with uh, just me. Normally, he's here with me, and he was here with me, rather. We recorded, we had a little glitch, um, and, you know, glitch happens, I guess. So, we'll continue, Headbangers Rock Show. Um, This week's episode is Judas Priest Top 10 uh, 80s. So, Top 10 Songs from Judas Priest in the 80s. What are our Top 10 Songs from Judas Priest in the 80s? Uh, We teased last week that we were going to do that, or we said we ought to do Judas Priest because we'd been... I don't know. We've been teetering on uh, on the brink of manliness uh, for you know two prior episodes with '80s pop and then Slaughter and Firehouse. So we thought we'd get a little more ballsy this week and do some Judas Priest. Um, 
So thing with the Judas Priest is they have in the eighties they had seven, I believe, albums. Now we included uh, we included um, uh, Painkiller rather, which was in nineteen ninety. So the albums that we chose from are British Steel nineteen eighty. Uh, Point of Entry, 81, Screaming for Vengeance, 82, Defenders of the Faith, 84, Turbo, 86, Ram It Down, 88, and Painkiller, 90. Um, And one of the things that uh, I had mentioned before, and him and I are going to reference this throughout the show, so I think it's probably, um, uh, I think it it would be um, uh, very appropriate for me to mention it, is that I, I personally felt like you know, this is a lot of Judas Priest. I don't, I don't listen to it. I mean, I, I listen to a fair amount of Judas Priest, but I'm not, I don't, they're not, they were never one of my go-to uh, bands in the eighties, um, post eighties and into my, you know, life now and whatever. I like Judas Priest a lot. But what, one thing I noticed with listening to a lot of Judas Priest this last couple of weeks in preparation for this show was that Judas Priest has kind of got like four different um, styles to them. Uh, and depending on which album you're listening to, uh, some of the some of the albums will have um, that style pretty prominent throughout the album, um, and in some some cases it'll kind of change back and forth a little bit. And basically, what I said was I I think there's four different styles. I think there's this style, and it's mostly the early stuff um, where where Rob Halford he he, he sings in a much lower voice. Um, the music has a little bit more of a blues edge to it, hard but blues edge to it. And um, like I said, that's a lot of that is British Steel and Point of Entry. It shows up a little bit, you know, in the um, throughout the albums, the other albums. And then um, I said the second sort of um, style is where the music is a little bit heavier. It's not like fast necessarily. It's got a heavier groove to it, more heavy metal sounding than hard rock sounding. Um, and then Halford gets this thing where he sings like um, he's got kind of a growl to his voice. Uh, not really like that that low register bluesy voice, but more of a kind of a growling voice. And occasionally he might put in a scream or two, but it's mostly that. And then I said like the third sort of, sort of um, style is is Halford being a little bit like that growly. But then there's definitely instances where he gets that high register, high pitch scream uh, that he does, and that those songs. I think are even a little bit heavier and sometimes a little faster. Um, and then there's yet even a fourth style where it's where a lot of the songs are the, pretty fast and pretty heavy. Um, and I'm going to use the, the, the song um, Painkiller as an example. Super heavy, super fast. And he screams like on that. He's honestly, and after a while, it sort of sounds like a like a like an old woman screaming. It's cool though. I mean, it's it's fine for what it is, but I mean, it is like he never lets up with the screaming. Uh, there's never any any back off from that. So there's kind of like four different styles. Um, you know, as we go through it, you'll hear what Chris and I are more probably uh, what what we cater. You know, what not cater to, but what we what what sound we sort of gravitate to. Um, and there's like I said, the reason I mentioned that is because we we reference it throughout the episode. Um, Anyways, and then I, you know, I, I talked a little bit about some stuff um, in the beginning. I don't really want to harken back too much on it, but him and I did talk about the fact that basically it's just silly that, um, you know, uh, the, the recently the 2023 Billboard Music Awards were out and they had all these rock categories. 
rock album, rock band. And none of this stuff was really rock. I mean, there's so many good rock bands out there to choose from. And then they're choosing from bands or, or artists that you listen to it. And it's just not, it's not rock. I mean, it's barely, it's barely pop. And yet they're in this rock category, you know, I don't know, because there's a guitar in the, in the song. So they can call it rock. You know, it's not completely electronica. I don't know. It's it's bad. I mean, uh, you know, Zach Bryan won the Billboard Music Awards Best Album, and his stuff is like, uh, I mean, come on, it's not rock. It's it's like it's you can tell because he was a country guy. You can tell it's, you know, today's country all 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 most of it anyways is a, is very kind of rock oriented, um, or they have more rock rock appeal to them. Um, but he's a country guy, and it sounds like rock country. And he won it, you know. And meanwhile, you have, you know, bands like Black Star Writers and Rival Sons and Mammoth VH and Royal Blood and everybody else's favorite band, Greta Van Fleet, all had rock albums out this year that were good, like rock album. Well, Greta Van Fleet, I don't know. Um, but like, that's rock music, right? And yet they pick, they, the stuff they pick on the list was just nothing, nothing close to it. So... Uh, actually, that's more my, my rant. I usually come up with something like that, um, some kind of list. Anyways, um, and I also had a correction to make because if anybody was listening to our last episode, um, I, I had mentioned that I came across a, uh, a article about the band Tool selling um, a reissue of the uh, CD Undertow, which... Um, in the article, they they say that the band, or the CD is going to cost five hundred dollars. Um, I guess it's going to have, you know, some kind of um, collector packaging to it. Um, some and every every one of them is going to be autographed by the band, and that they're only going to have sell uh, seven thousand copies. So kind of a rare thing, whatever. But they're going to sell them at concerts so while they're going around at the at the merch booth. You know, get a T shirt or a five hundred dollars CD. And I had joked on it that they're selling these CDs for five hundred bucks. That they're they're only going to make thirty five thousand dollars on it. So why bilk fans for? Well, obviously my math was way off because I was just thinking of like seven times five hundred, not seven thousand times five hundred. So in reality, seven thousand. If they sell seven thousand copies, all seven thousand that they that they made available. If they sell all seven thousand copies, they actually as collectively as a band will make $3.5 million. And we joked like, um, yeah, selling the CD for 500 bucks and making 35 grand. What are you doing? It's not worth Now we were saying, you know, that's even worse. Honestly, it's, it's just a, it's just a tool thing to do. Honestly, to bilk your fans for 500 bucks for a reissue of a CD yeah, you sign it, okay, big deal. But you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, and you, cause you know, there's gonna be fans out there that think it's a great deal. And I get it. It's capitalism 101. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying, you know, as a band, you know how fandom works. Like, don't, you know, you don't charge 500 bucks for a CD because you know fans, like die, your diehard fans are going to want to buy it. They're going to want to be have a piece of it. And you're going to make three and a half million dollars. You're already a very successful band. You probably, you know, these guys are probably wealthy and probably not like, I mean, they're, they're wealthy. Tools got money. There's no doubt about it. But to make an extra three and a half million dollars on a reissue of a CD, I don't know. That just seems like a really kind of classless thing to do, in my my opinion. Chris agrees with me on that. Um, so, anyways, I got the I got the math wrong last episode, so I just wanted to correct. And on this episode, 
uh, make my math correction. So um, that is corrected. Uh, the only other things, you know, um, that we really wanted to talk about was um, we. I had mentioned that Jack Russell and Tracy Guns put out a new song that's going to be on a new album they did together, and um, it's uh, it's okay. Song's fine. Um, I I joke that it's you know it sounds like Tracy Guns and Jack Russell getting older, and that's what it is. Um, so I don't know if you listen to, want to go find it, it's out there. It's not bad. I mean, it's, it's cool because it's rock and still being put out. Um, but anyways, um, and then, you know, one last thing before I sort of take a little break and give you guys kind of a warm up to Judas Priest here is, um, that we saw, we saw, I'm going to, I'm going to hit Chris up with this idea uh, for our next episode, but I saw two separate lists, um, of of these, you know, Loudwire, Blabbermouth, whatever, all these these uh, rock websites, they always put out these lists, and they're they're always ridiculous and they're always pretentious and they're always written by people that obviously, I don't know, I don't think really know the industry, uh, especially when it comes to like rock and heavy metal, um, and eighties rock and heavy metal at that. Uh, anyways, two separate lists. One of them was um, a list of. Um, you know the the best songs on an, what is an otherwise weak album, and this wasn't all '80s heavy metal, but there were definitely quite a few um, '80s rock bands that were in there um, that had you know uh, that they that they stipulated had a weak album, and they picked a song on there that was really good. So, um, and then the other uh, the other one was uh, actually a weak album following a great album. So was there a, a, a band that had a really you know weak effort that was follow, uh, that followed what was a, everybody considered a really great effort? And on both lists, the album Flick of the Switch showed up, and I don't remember the song they picked on Flick of the Switch as the as the great there's the good song on an otherwise weak album. But you know to have Flick of the Switch on as a weak album tells you that you know these people don't know what they're writing about because. You know, Flick of the Switch was a self, uh, self-produced self rather album by ACDC after two pretty mammoth albums that they had. They wanted to kind of do a more, you know, um, grassroots type of album again, kind of get back to it. Maybe not so polished. You know, this is, you know, kind of get back to what they like. And it's not like it's that much different than, you know, for those about to rock. Um, it is a little raw, more raw sound, a little grittier sounding, but that's kind of the charm of it. And it's actually a really good album. Songs wise, there's not bad songs on that album. It's actually my favorite. And I think Chris's too, or at least right up there, best actual Bonds or uh, Brian Johnson 80s, or Brian Johnson era uh, ACDC album. Hands down. I mean, you know, um, um, Back in Black has got great songs. For those about to rock, has great. Fly in the Wall has great songs. Um, you know, if, if anything, I would have thought they would have went with uh, the one that has a uh, uh, Heat Seeker. That album, uh, Blow Up Your Video. I, you know, if they said that's a, a weak album, I, I might almost be like, well, you know, I don't know that they're terribly wrong. It's got good songs on it, but it was production wise a little weaker. They, you know, it got less heavy. Um, so maybe, maybe it should have been that album, but not Flick of the Switch. No way. And the one of the reasons it was so, um, you know, kind of dovetailed into this week's episode is because um, Point of Entry, Judas Priest's '81 album, was on there as an otherwise weak album, or maybe it was I don't know which list it was on, but it, it was it was on one of the lists as uh, labeled as a weak album. 
And as we go through this uh, episode, uh, you're going to find out that I do not think that that is a weak album at all. So um, I think it's brilliant, in my opinion. I I love it. I love that style of Judas Priest, and that's going to come out, um, as you'll see. But anyways, what we'll do um, to get kind of kick off this episode and, um, you know, take up a little time so I don't have to go back and do like massive editing, I'll just... uh, I'll play a, you know some clips like we normally do, get you kind of like a kind of a lead off uh, runway here for Judas Priest. I'll play a few songs that were not on our list, but um, I have a pretty good idea. You know, probably could have been on either mine or Chris's list. Um, kind of when a lot of times we'll talk about our notables, quote unquote, songs that uh, almost made our list but but didn't. So um, from here, I'll play a few of those out, and then um, what we'll do is. As we get closer uh, to the end, I'll pop back and we'll just, I'll just let you know what two songs we picked as our, um, we started at number 10 and um, we'll do that. So I'll play a little bit of music so it's not just boring old me uh, for a little bit and uh, I'll come back on and we will um, commence with the episode that should be and still will be.
Okay, a couple songs there to uh, lead us into the Judas Priest uh, top 20 80s episode. So, um, the uh, like I said, the criteria, once again, was Chris and I are choosing our top 10 priest songs that are from the 80s. And just to reiterate real quick again, we had... Um, we had the the albums from the eighties um, chose or chose with the exception of Painkiller. So basically, British Steel, Point of Entry, Screaming for Vengeance, Defenders of Faith, Turbo, Ram It Down, and Painkiller. And those are um, you know we, what we think. Chris and I think are kind of the uh, epitome of Judas Priest um, in their you know um, their musical. Well, eighties was definitely there. I, they had a lot in the seventies. Uh, probably like four albums or something like that, five albums, um, and some good stuff. Like I really like, um, you know, like uh, delivering the goods and stuff like that from uh, the album just prior. I think it's, oh shit, I can't, I can't remember the name of the album. Um, anyways, um, they had some good stuff, and I kind of like that more kind of hard rock Judas Priest, and <laughs> Chris definitely sort of likes the more metal Judas Priest. However, um. Or not maybe. However, uh, his first pick for songs was um, actually off the first album we could choose from, uh, British Steel, and it was Metal Gods. And my first pick was um, off of uh, what was my first pick? Off of um, oh yeah, Come and Get It off of um, Ram It Down. So kind of a interesting song I thought uh, that I never really knew much about prior to this so I, I liked it I put it on there so Metal Gods and um, Come and Get It were our first two picks and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode for that
Okay, I think we're back. Let me check here. Uh, hello, hello. Checking, check, checking. Check, check, check. Okay, we're back. Okay. All right, we're I back. had a little hiccup there on the uh, computer mainframe. I was seeing the uh, Death Star, but it wasn't. It was just a moon. <laughs> um, it's, it's very cold out here on the electrical circuits <clears throat> at the Headbangers Rock Studios. Yeah, so. it is. It is. It's uh, uh, things are thawing, but uh, well, that water gets everywhere and it just messes things up. All right, so. Um, Number nine. What's your number nine? We just did number ten. I had uh, I had come and get it. You had Metal Gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one from an early one. One from a little bit later one. What's your number nine? Well, my number nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the hits for like as I do. As you um, do. Chris fifty one. Uh, his mon- my name for it hits fifty hits fifty one. Mm-hmm. That is. Um, and it is kind of funny because it does. Priest has hits. I'm doing air quotes, but not like hits. Right. I'm doing air quotes again. You know right. what I mean? Like they have songs that are general. You know. People will, some people will know, but they don't have like ACDC type hits right. or Aerosmith type hits. I mean, but they do every album in the 80s. I feel like they had like a, a song that's like, you know, Breaking the Law or yeah. Heading Out to the Highway or or um, uh, You've Got Nothing Coming. Yeah. So Turbo Lover, all that. Okay. Uh, what, no, uh, but, uh, what, this is, song, what is your hit? Like as you were saying earlier, how, mm-hmm. how lists can change. This song... God would have been my probably number three yeah. song, you know, for mm-hmm. the last twenty years. Yeah, but going back and really diving deep into Priest, this this has fallen back for me. Still love it. Still made my list. Uh huh. But um, some heads are gonna roll. Has bumped its way down to nine now. Fall or fallen down to nine. Which so the, used head, to the heads be have rolled down to nine. Rolled down down to <laughs> nine. It's still yeah. up there. I still yeah. love the song. It's still a great song. But yeah, it's um, I found some others that I liked better. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a a, a man a man uh, breaking up with his girlfriend. Found some others that I like, you know. Well, I feel bad because yeah, I always I love that song so much. Yeah, I almost feel bad. Like I really, I really loved her a lot, but I found some others that I like a lot too. Yeah, sorry, um, but that's my that's my first entry off uh, Defenders of the Faith. Okay. Yeah, there some will be more, are, I'm sure. Like, for some me. heads are going to roll. Is uh, it's a pretty good one. I mean, yeah, if you have it way down there, um, boy, something else must have tickled your fancy oh, pretty yeah. well uh, over the course of the last two weeks for that song to be up at nine. I know, right? Um, speaking of uh, tickling fancies, uh, my number nine is called Private Property. Private Property. Yeah, <laughs> don't you tickle my private property there, Mister? Which album is that on? <laughs> You don't even know, no. do you? See, I've got Come and Get It and Private Property. <laughs> well, Private Property is off of um, Turbo. Okay. It's like the third song. Okay. It's actually, Turbo is a weird album because uh, it's, it's and Private Property to me sounds like it, it Turbo's, Turbo's got like the heavy, it's like their heavy keyboard album, right? right. They kind of did that in 86 where, you know, things were getting keyboardy, mm. and so they went keyboardy, <laughs> and... Um, and it's not, I mean, their keyboard use, I mean, Iron Maiden did the same thing right, right around the same time with, you know, Seven Sun and Somewhere in Time. Yep. I feel like their um, keyboard use, Priest, is a little more subtle. Yeah. It's kind of like almost like a like a rhythm in the background type of thing. Yeah. And this song has got it. And this song, honestly, Private Property, sounds like it could be like one of those sequence songs from Karate Kid or something. Uh-huh. It's that kind of like, it's like Judas Priest being very of the time, like very kind of, you know. Yeah, just kind of like 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 eighties glam rock. It's like yeah. a very glam rock type of song, um, but I loved it. I think it's awesome. One I haven't heard a lot. I do remember coming into this those couple songs on Turbo. I was like, ooh, I really do like those. So I've got Private Property at uh, number nine. 
Okay, and I, I do like Turbo, but um, I, I couldn't tell you that song. It, it didn't stick out enough for me to, yeah. to make it. So. <laughs> it we're going to continue what happened yeah. last uh, podcast if, if we're going to have completely different lists because we've seemed to have taken a turn that way. Well, there's not going to be any uh, that line up. I have a feeling, well, I can already tell you, they won't be entirely different. I mean, we've already yeah. got one crossover, but it's coming up later. Yeah. So, um, okay, so let's listen to these little, little bits of this. You get a little private property, and uh, uh, we'll go from there. your hands off my private property yeah, private property yeah don't you touch my private like, <laughs> property that's there, another huh? one where it's like i'm really not sure i didn't delve too much i like the song but i didn't delve too much into the meaning of it get your hands off my private property but you probably I don't can, want to with i can only imagine what it means <laughs> yeah yeah um like <laughs> well remember that scene in um what was it police academy when they'd walk into the to the gay bar yeah. <laughs> there's all of a sudden the music would stop and they'd start to da, da, yeah. they go <laughs> Like a record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> then the music would start up again. <laughs> oh God. All right. So um number eight. What's your number eight? Number eight. Um, Priest. Top ten eighties. What's your number eight? Number eight. I am gonna stay on the same record you were just at on your private property there off Turbo. Mm-hmm. Um and this song, good God, like this is a recently discovered song for me as well. Oh. I liked it so much. I, I would have gone lower had there not been so many other great songs over there, but um I'm going with Reckless. Really, Reckless. Turbo. Oh, I think I think it's the last song on the 
Yeah. CD. So Could a deep, be. deep, deep cut. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I love that song. Proud of you. Proud of you for picking a deep cut. Oh, so good. I thought you so go, good. I thought you go turbo, you know, pick the, <laughs> uh, pick the popular hit on there. No, I'm going reckless on this. So one. instead though, uh, for my number eight, I picked turbo lover. Did you? <laughs> yeah. You, so oh, I went, I went with the hits, uh, and you went, uh, with a massive deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo lover, the song. Um, I just, it's probably the, like the, one of the only, well, I don't know, you know, deep, we'll call it a hit, whatever you want to do that I, yeah, call it I would have it on there, but God, I love the I love the beginning of that song. It just it's kind of like a really yeah. nice pump up song. Does that make sense? It is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I really ended up liking, like, if we were to really rank these albums, I mean, Turbo, the album would be up in the top three for me. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's a good album. It's weird to say that because I really didn't. I, oh, go back a year, I didn't really know much about this album. Yeah, me I too. mean, other than some of the songs here and there, but I definitely didn't listen to it like I just did for this. So. I've got, uh, we both got songs from, that's three out of four from three, Turbo. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, okay. Reckless and uh, the title track, well, kind of the title track, Turbo yeah. Lover. And then uh, we'll look at number seven after that. No, Headbanging, rock showing on the Headbangers Rock Show. Uh, how fitting. So uh, back with Judas Priest Top 10 on Headbangers Rock Show. Thanks for getting this far, 30 plus minutes into uh, the episode with us. We have each named three 
Judas Priest songs from the 80s mm-hmm. that we like. Made our top 10. Uh, nothing terrible. Well, I mean, actually, Reckless and Private Property and coming. I mean, there. I guess there's been some surprises so far. Yeah. But let's see how we get as we get a little bit deeper into deep. here. So what's your number seven? Uh, number seven, I'm kind of going with another deep cut. Um, this will be my first, probably of many, off of uh, Defenders of the Faith, which I love that record. Okay. Um, I think it's track number two. It's Jawbreaker. Okay. And to me, like, there's there's a stretch on Defenders where there's like Jawbreaker starts song two, and then three, four, five, six. There's like several songs there in a row that are just the meat of Judas Priest. Like, I <laughs> love that chunk of Judas Priest right there. The meat so, of Judas and Priest. Jawbreaker huh? kind of starts off that chunk of just like. Do you want to? Do you, you want to rephrase that at all? Or you want to no, stick I with that? I kind of like that. Okay. that way on purpose. The meat of Judas Priest. Yep. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> meat, so what do you got? meat lover. Um, so uh, I've got, yeah, so I this one, number seven, uh, you know, the one thing that Judas Priest has always on like all of these albums, sometimes it's the title track that starts the album, like Ram It Down or Turbo Lover or, yeah. um, or uh, is there another one that has that? Oh, Painkiller. Painkiller, yep. Um, they always have like this amazing uh, opening track. Usually, most right. uh, most almost all these albums do. Um, and so this one is the kind of well opening track. There's an intro, but I mean I'm just it, and it's probably one of the heavier ones. You know, thus far I haven't really had any of these like heavier heavier ones. But this one is a good heavy song, Judas okay. Priest. But it doesn't really yet have. There's no screeching vocals. If you'll notice so far in my list. I don't have any of the songs that have any like over the top high pitched vocals from right. Rob Halford. Um, you know, it's kind of you're starting to see my sweet spot. I think is in between that one and two. A little right. maybe sprinkling a little three in there occasionally, but the song is Electric Eye. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> that song is your number seven. Seven, yeah, seven. It's baby. One of the greatest songs ever made. How does that reach number seven? <laughs> Let me guess. Is that uh, gonna be a little higher for you? Is that what you're trying you to say? You can probably guess that. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Seven. Wait till you hear. I've got above it. Greatest opening songs that with what is it? Hellion or what? well, Hellion is like the intro. Yeah, that, those two together are yeah. like that's the greatest beginning to an album <laughs> probably ever. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, uh, his number one song is. Uh, well, <laughs> But it's right. definitely not number seven. Yeah, Electric Eye, number seven. I mean, I mean that's... I'm glad you have it on your list, but you're kind of <laughs> like I... upset that it's that far down <laughs> yeah, your list. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, I, uh, I, uh, it, yeah, um, it's, believe it or not, it's not, well, it's not the only song I'll probably have from this album, but uh, the other one is going to probably surprise you even more. Um, so, yeah, I've got Electric Eye. I like it. I'm just, you know, again, if I'm, you know, it's, I, I like uh, screaming, you know, but it, it's more middle of the road for me as an mm. album goes. But yeah, Electric Eye. So Electric Eye and uh, Jawbreaker. So basically, I always thought when I was growing up, I don't know about you, but like the two like albums, because these two albums came out, you know, uh, Screaming and Defenders. Right. Came out right in that heyday of heavy metal, 83, 84, 85, that yeah. era, you know. I always figured, you know, these were like kind of the two quintessential Judas Priest 80s albums. Mm-hmm. But... Um, do I have a lot of songs from them? Eh, not a lot, but we'll see. Anyways, um, all right. So Jawbreaker, and then uh, Electric Eye, and then number six. Crouching in the corner, wound up as a spring, piercing eyes that blast his 
Okay. Number seven just completed uh, Judas Priest top 10 80s style. Uh, we are now at number six. So the last one in the... Uh, boy, that was a that was a awfully loud high-pitched six there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my voice cracked when I said that. Um, uh, hello, we're looking for sex. Um, I, just, I just saw that the other day, European Vacation. You remember uh-huh. that movie? <laughs> God damn. Um, okay, so... Number six. So this is like the high end of the back end. Gotcha. God, there's so many rappers that talk about Judas Priest. Again. <laughs> you got to be careful with all these. You do. Uh, this is, okay, so what is the high end of your back end? The high end of my back end <laughs> is uh, my first song that I'm choosing off of Painkiller, mm-hmm. and um, which is Nightcrawler. Night. So you have Jawbreaker and Nightcrawler yep, back to back. Back to back. That Nightcrawler. Oh god, that song's so good. <laughs> that now the guitars that, are so beefy and heavy in that song. Too. Yeah, I love it. yeah. Like I said, Painkiller has got a lot of that uh, number, you know, uh, four category that I like to say. Yeah, you it. can see where you're <laughs> yeah. towards one and two. I'm between three and four. Yeah. It's like starting to see the. Uh, no, I like that song, Nightcrawler. Matter of fact, um, it it. It was. Yeah, I think I've got it. Uh, yeah, I've got it there, listed in my kind of songs that I, you know, were, notables. Yeah, notable section there. Um, yeah, it's good. It's actually. I feel like it's. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not like it's not. It doesn't move as fast as Painkiller, right? No, it's a little no. bit more of a kind of down tempo. Not down tempo, but it's still heavy. But it's yeah, I like that song. I like Nightcrawler. Um, uh, my number six actually comes all the way from the first album. My only one from the first album, although... What, British Steel? Yeah. First 80s album. First 80s album. Right. The first on this list of ours. Um, yeah. Although there was there was, there was, was another song from this album that, that damn near made it. And I it was one of those songs, again, I feel like I, I just want to note, I just want to, before I tell you this one, um, I wanted this one in my list too. I just couldn't get it. I couldn't squeeze it in, but it was really good. I liked this song better, but that song is called... <laughs> it's, it's a weird name for a song. It's like something about... Was it you? You don't have to be wise, old to be wise. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called. You don't have to be old to be wise. Huh. Yeah, it's on British Steel. Oh, it's like the, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the like the fifth, sixth song on there. I really didn't care much for British Steel. You didn't oh, Metal yeah. Gods? I like, but the rest of it. Eh, yeah. See, that. I I kind of I I really liked that one um a lot, but I just didn't find a lot of songs that I wanted to, that I could slip in there. You know, I mean, if, right. you know, again, if I'm ranking the albums, it might that one would be close to the top. But uh, the one song that I think rocks awesome that was absolutely worthy of being in the top ten, in my opinion, is Steeler. Steeler, huh? Steeler, <laughs> just not, Steeler. not yeah. Steeler, as in double E's, you know, uh-huh. not 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 theft, but Steeler. So like, like a Pittsburgh Steeler, like a Pittsburgh Steeler, like a like a Steeler guy uh, you know, working on the Steeler. I don't Rob know. Rob Halford likes those steel mill guys. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. The 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 last like minute of the song, it's there's no vocals. It's just them just. It's taking that riff and just riding it to the end. Uh-huh. Oh my god, dude! I mean, it just rocks so awesome. Matter of fact, uh-huh. we play these little clips of the song. I don't want to like have to not play some of the beef of the song, but I feel like that last minute Maybe is just awesome. Yeah. Maybe I won't play that, but we'll play like snip of the song. But it is a good, a great riff. Really cool. I love that the heaviness that they got with a little bit of like a f- older feel to it. You know, more mm. bluesy rock feel to it. But oh, I liked it. So I've got Steeler. You got mm. Nightcrawler. And after this, we'll have top five.
Okay, jumping down to top five. Top Headbangers five. Rock Show. Little Juice Priest. Uh, yeah, we're going heavy on this one. Um, so, Judas Priest top ten thus far. Let's uh, recap our, our ten through six. Yours is Metal Gods at ten. Some heads are going to roll at nine. Reckless, a mm-hmm. little deep cut there at eight from Turbo. Jawbreaker at seven from Defenders and then Nightcrawler at six. Mm-hmm. Um, which is from uh, Painkiller. I've got uh, Come and Get It. Who knew <laughs> where that song came from? Private Property. Private Property. <laughs> Turbo Lover, Electric Eye, and Steeler. Steeler. I've got Steeler in there, baby. Um, <laughs> I love the names of the Jewish Priest songs. They're so great. Okay, so uh, number five. So here we go. Top five, Priest. What you got? Oh, man, I'm going right back to... I'm going back to Defenders of Faith. Remember how I told you, starting with Jawbreaker, there was this chunk yeah. of four songs in a row I love? Well, the next song right after Jawbreaker is Rock Hard, Ride Free. <laughs> and if you listen, the second half of that song is probably one of the most epic dual guitar solos you'll ever hear, ever, period. Um, and that's, that's what sold it for me for that song. I could do without the rock hard, ride free. It you is know? kind of, they, like I said, some of the names yeah. of their songs. Now, here's the thing. Is rock hard an adjective or a verb in this <laughs> case? Him, probably a verb. <laughs> <laughs> but, God, yeah, the solos on that song. Holy crap, man. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I, bottling. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I agree. It's like kind of funny because, I mean, it is a, kind of a silly name. Like I said, Judas Priest has some has some really kind of like like very like um not very creative i guess you could say and you know (laughs) rock hard ride free um but i agree with you that song is actually pretty pretty stinking awesome um even for kind of a weird funny name um right but yeah i like that so it didn't make my list but you know it uh i think it's there i think it's a good song um my number five is now back to um back to screaming for vengeance no, it's not Screaming for Edges. This is on uh, Defenders. Defenders. Okay. Yeah. So we're sticking on Defenders. Yep. So um, with Defenders, it's the Sentinel, number five. Okay, you're killing me here. <laughs> the Sentinel How is number five. Electric Eye and the Sentinel, yeah. number five and seven. Yep. On, good God. Yep. And I've got, uh, uh, you know, here's the thing. Which is funny. I, I just yeah. said this thing about my list, Jawbreaker, yeah. then Rock Hard, Ride Free, and then what's next? The Sentinel. Is that the next song? I told the, you. Yeah, there's yeah. like four good right. songs in a row right there. Right, so, you, right. so you just picked the third song of the four that yes. I was talking about. Yeah, I think it's Vintage Priest. Um, I said the vocals are in that growl fashion mostly with a little screechy oh, God, here and there. It's amazing. Uh, but I think it's one of their better songs for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It's it's not my wheelhouse when it comes to Priest. You know, I, I, I kind of gravitate towards the one and two category, but... I like the Sentinel. I think it's good. I think it's a great song. Um, so I, I have a feeling from your reaction, uh, it's coming up. <laughs> that was a big reaction. So why don't we listen to my song? Because maybe that one might be coming up a little later. We could listen to a little bit of that. Um, or not not listen to my song. We'll listen to yours. Listen to mine. Rock Hard, Ride Free. We'll give you a little, give you a little Rock Hard. Yeah, give them a nice little chunk of the song. <laughs> maybe play a little extra for two yeah, seconds. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So we'll hear Rock Hard, uh, we'll ride free, and uh, be back and do top four.
All right, you got your list there still? Okay. I'm good. All right, back. Headbangers Rock Show. Uh, down to four songs left of uh, Judas Priest. Thanks for listening, um, if you have been, for the last hour. Um, we are talking... We've never done Judas Priest. Uh, yeah, top 10, whatever. Uh, we've done a lot of other bands. Uh, never have done Priest. And, you know, as... as as uh, uh, it goes, we're sticking uh, with Priest in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a top 10 of Judas Priest from the albums British Steel through Painkiller. Right. Um, so Because even though Painkiller was released in 90, 90 the but, way we saw it, they were, they were making it in, in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, it's an 80s album. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah early, early release, 1990. So, um, okay. What is number four for you? Number four for me, he kind of mentioned it before when you were talking about how Priest has these like epic opening tracks. Like few other bands do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so mine is actually it's the only showing off this album for me. But uh, "Ram It Down" to me is an incredible opening song. I think it's like a perfect opening song. I love it. Mm-hmm. So let's um, see here. So you've gone from rock hard and ram it down. Ram it down. Okay, I see where yep, you're going. Okay. Sequential now order. That, that's a that's a part of priest we weren't talking about in the category here, but exactly. I see where you're going now. Your top 5 is going to be I got exactly. you. Okay. So, um My next one will cap the whole as thing. As you say, off. is grinder going to be like number 3? <laughs> <laughs> um well, yeah, I mean you did have jawbreaker already yeah. in there, so you're yeah, you're you you and uh, Rob, you guys got uh, your same wavelength there going. Yep. Oh, okay. So, um uh, my number four is uh, okay. So there is a well. There's two albums I haven't. I don't think as of yet have had any picks from. I know point of entry. <laughs> you haven't had anything off of. I haven't, nor have I had anything off Painkiller. Yeah. Um, however, that's going to change right now okay. because um, number four is from Point of Entry. Now, uh, Point of Entry, in my opinion, just saying it, just kind of prepping you for what's coming here. Point of Entry, in my opinion, is Judas Priest's um, High and Dry. What? Yeah. Uh, if we we're not getting, we're not going. Well, we will at the end. But just let me tell you, point of entry. If we're ranking these albums, that's my number one. Um, that's my number, like none. Seven <laughs> out of yeah. seven. Well, I like it better than British Steel. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, yeah, that's it. So like, I, I think, think I think point of I think record. point of entry is so cool. I love. I wanted to put so many more songs on there, but I had to be, you know, I had to be true to the to the list and say, okay, you know. I like it because I like that style. I like that song, but um, I, you know, like other songs had to be on the list as well. But um, I've got at number four, and I, I, I had to listen to like three or four of the songs to, especially when it came down to two of them to see where they would go. Uh, this song is just right in line with how I like this, and it's such a cool song. It's Solar Angels. Solar Angels. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a feeling that might that's, be one of them. Yeah, that's my number four. Um, I think it's just so such a cool song. It's I just good. love that. I love it's the good. feel of that album. I mean, it, w- oddly enough, the one song uh, headed out to the highway is kind of like um, a little bit like of the outlier of that album. Yeah, it's different from what I mean. It's it's still in the in it is, but it's it's definitely more of a um, you know it just maybe because it's a hit. I'm thinking of it differently, but the rest of that album, you know, don't go and. Um, uh, just turning circle. Oh, I just troubleshooter. Love all those songs. I just couldn't. I couldn't stop listening. I I think it's their best album. Anyways, wow. that's how it goes. So, I like it, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Solar Angels for me, and uh, ram it down for you. Then we'll get top three. After that.
All right, top three, uh, getting down to it here at Bank Rock Show. Top ten priests. We're now down top three. Mm. Top three. It's All right. right here. This is where. This is where. Yeah. This is like your three at the at least for now. Maybe you could call your three favorite ish mm. Judas Priest songs. All right. What do you got? All right. So I was what at five. I was rock hard. Yeah. Then ram it down. It down. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what do you get when you rock hard and you ram it down? You get pain, right? <laughs> <laughs> Painkiller. Pain, you're gonna need to take a painkiller. Take a painkiller after that for number three. Uh, continuing my um, my love for lead off songs off Judas Priest. Right, I think, right. I think Priest is one of the best bands for like opening tracks, you know, just to get you in yeah. the damn oh, mood. God. Yeah, I mean, Good all their albums Lord. have great opening tracks. Yeah. All so these 80s albums had great opening Pain tracks. Painkiller just starting off with the, the drums, just you're like, what? Man, yeah. It's, First time I it's heard that. fast. <laughs> it's fast. That old song is fast. It's funny. Yeah. The drum beat starts out really fast and it actually slows. And I love when it's and then it, Yeah. Like, oh. But then the, then the song takes off from there. And um, yeah, Painkiller, I mean, I really like the song. It just, it was, for me, it came, and I really actually do like the song. I have it, you know, I think in my notables over there. Um, but I just, it's just, it was like too much of that number four priest for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I I couldn't, I couldn't get, it's too much screaming. I couldn't get the, you know, like I wish, I kind of wished he would have like vocally maybe brought it down to like more like the three, (laughs) but maybe if the music, but man, it was, I love the song. I mean, I've I've always loved the song. It just was a little too much. There was so much more that I liked besides it, but see that album for me, like how you were just talking about, um, Point of Point entry, entry yeah. That's painkiller for me. Mm. Like I love every song on that one, and I can just yeah. can't get enough of it. All right, okay. uh, my number, number three is one we've uh, already had the uh, privilege of uh, uh, talking about. It was up way up at yours at number nine, though. I was like, "Geez, and crackers." Oh, okay. So I've got some heads are going to roll at three. Number three. Um, this is a standout song, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I think it's. Um, it, I, again, it's it's got that pace that I like. Um, not a lot of a little bit of screaming, but um, I just just what a chorus. Um, heads are gonna oh, roll. You fantastic. know, just a great groove to it. Um, it's always been one of my favorite priest songs, and you know, I don't even know. I mean, is it considered a deep cut? I mean, it was never like a. I mean, well, I don't know. Do a lot of people? Once in a while. I mean, but do a, I mean it was I, a release? Yeah. yeah, and and it did make you know on the people that there was a lot of people that chimed in with some of their favorite uh, priest songs on Facebook and. This one was in quite a bit of them, so I know I'm yeah. not. It's not one of those like complete deep cuts. No, in fact, but... this if before I listened to this list, mm-hmm. I, I knew I always knew my my top two. This yeah. was my third. If you would have asked me uh, two weeks ago, yeah, this would been my third. Yeah, so uh, we've got heads are gonna roll and painkiller, and um, after that uh, we will get back. Well, we've already heard a little bit of that, so we'll just play a little bit of painkiller and get a little you know mm-hmm. uh, update, and then we'll be top two.
Okay, so top two. Top two Deuce Priest songs from the 80s. What do you got at number two? This is it. Yeah, my number two, um, I'm continuing yet again with another lead-off song, another Jeez. intro. Well, wow. this song has an intro, but okay. you had this song way up at I don't oh, know, I think it was yeah. seven or something, but uh, Electric Eye yeah. is, is my only song off Screaming for Vengeance that made my list, mm. but what a song. Oh my, one of the great, not only one of the best Judas Priest songs ever, one of the best heavy metal songs of all time yeah yeah i, I agree that with you. intro oh, <laughs> yeah it you, is cool wow wow it's perfect. it's perfect yeah it is a good song um but you've got so you've got the last three have been openers for you yeah so they turbo, have. Uh, this pace turbo lovers your best favorite song right i know yeah <laughs> you think so is that what we're gonna no, hear for you? Oh, no. okay. it's not okay <laughs> um all right so um yeah number two electric eye uh, i figured that'd be pretty high on your i think it's a when you talk about Judas Priest 80 songs, I think it's got to be in the top yeah. 10. I had it at seven. You have it at two. I do have a different song from the same album as number two. Okay. Any guesses? Off of uh, Screaming. Screaming, yeah. Yeah. If you were to pick, if you were to guess um, one other song that might be on the list, should be on the list, could be on the list, what do you, what do you think? Well, I know it's, I know it's not, you've got another thing coming because you're not going to pick a hit like that. That's too obvious. <laughs> yeah. What about the title track, Screaming for Vengeance? I love that song. That is a good song. That's not it, though. That's not it? No, no. Ooh. Uh. It's, th- this is another song where, like, you know, like I've talked about uh, in the same vein as Come and Get It and Private Property and Stealer, songs that are kind of like, like a rediscovery song for me. Okay. Like, you know, have I heard it before? Yeah. Last time I heard it, not so sure. You know, is it completely recognizable when I first not really? But then I listen to it more and more. I'm like, where's this song been all my life? Really? You know, so my number two song from the '80s, Jews Priest, is "Devil's Child." Devil's Child, yeah. Devil's Child. Second to last song on the list. Devil's yeah. Child. Yes. You pick over the Sentinel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's Electric Eye. Painkiller. Painkiller. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. I tell you. I heard that and I'm just like, this song rocks. This is awesome. Um, I just think, uh, you know, w- you know, why did I love this song now and not then? <laughs> I don't know. I just I heard it. I kept hearing it. I'm, I kept playing it over again. I'm like, is this it? I'm like, yeah, this. I love this song. Um, it actually, you know, I I had a I had a different I had a different song there, kind of rolled up, and I was like, man, Devil's Child is awesome. So uh we've already heard a little electric eye so now let's hear a little uh, devil's child and then we get to uh our number one priest song from the 80s uh back after that All right, here it is, Headbangers Rock Show. We're coming down the home stretch on a 
very headbangers rock show type of show. Um, Judas Priest, 80s, top 10. We'll recap before we have our number one song. Uh, but just to recap again, the albums that we were talking about were British Steel, uh, 1980, Point of Entry, 81, Screaming for Vengeance, 82, Defenders of the Faith, 84, Turbo, 1986, Ram It Down, 88, and Painkiller, 1990. So those are the five out, or seven albums, rather, mm-hmm. that we sort of uh, picked from. And so they're, they're classic, vintage Judas Priest era. Um, so you're quickly, uh, oh, I've got your list here. Quickly, I'll do your, so your top 10, uh, all the way down to is uh, Metal Gods at 10. Mm-hmm. You had some heads are going to roll at nine. You had Reckless. Proud of you for that pick there. Very deep <laughs> cut there. Reckless number eight. Jawbreaker, which is off of uh, Turbo. Jawbreaker at seven. Uh, Nightcrawler from Painkiller at six. Then your top five. You had Rock Hard, Rock, rock Free. Or ride, ride Hard, Ride Free. Rock Hard, Ride Free. Uh, you can switch that around. You Ride Hard, Rock Free. You could. Um, uh, Ram It Down. You had at number four. Painkiller. You had at number three. And uh, Electric Eye, you have at number two. Yes. And so you have the last three songs that you've chosen have been lead-off songs. Yeah. Uh, my top ten was Come and Get It um, off of Ram It Down. God, a song that I just... Hello, where's that song been? Mm-hmm. Uh, Private Property. I've always liked uh, a very um, happy Judas Priest song, if you want to call it that. Uh, Turbo Lover, same album at eight. Electric Eye at seven. Steeler. A song like... My God, why have I not had Steeler in my heavy rotation playlist forever? Steeler is a great song, especially the last minute and a half of that song. Uh, The Sentinel I had at number five, Vintage Priest. I mean, it had to be in there, in my opinion. Uh, Solar Angels off of uh, my favorite album point of entry, number four. uh, Some Heads Are Gonna Roll, number three, Devil's Child. Number two. That means Devil's Child was so close to making number one, but it didn't. Number one. How do you, All right. how do you pick that over those other ones? I've no so I, I have yet to hear on your list here uh, a song that you, um, that you, um, well, you were in disbelief when I had it. Yes. At, like I mocked you five. How, so how I'm going to guess your number one has got to be The Sentinel. You got it. Okay. So, which is also that's my fourth song. That's almost half my list is Defenders of the Faith. I didn't even realize that oh, when I was yeah, making that's this. True, right? Yeah, but yeah, the Sentinel to me, I mean, top five heavy metal songs of all time. Period. Not just Judas Priest. I mean, of yeah. all time. Okay, like, of all time. You can't go wrong with the Sentinel. And the fact that you put it at number five, I should pull a half a point away from your main <laughs> card just for that not being just, number one. Yeah. Well, just wait because you when you hear my number one, uh, you may want to. Pull more or get back. It'll I don't know. Be some deep cut off of point of entry. Is what I'm <laughs> well, <sure. laughs> it is off point of entry. Um, whether you want to call it deep, now one is funny. One uh, one person, a uh, couple people had it on their list um, on Facebook, but um, one person had it as the first song that they listed, and I was like, "Damn, all right." I, I think, think I know what it is. Okay, I think I know. Okay, so this I, I, song, it's uh, it's it's a slow groove. No, I know what it is. Yeah, slow groove song. I think it's. I think it's by far. It's. It's my. Like I said, this whole album. I swear, I felt like I could have just. I, I could have burned up like five more spots on from this album, but I've always loved this song. Um, I think it. It's it just the groove of it. It's slower a little bit, but it's got a great rock and groove. Um, 
Desert Plains. Yep, I knew it. It's my number one. Desert Plains. I knew it because to me that even though it's slow, it's the mm-hmm. best song off that record. Yeah. It, it made my number 11. It, it almost beat out Metal Yeah, Gods. you didn't have anything from Point of Entry, no, did you? No, okay. that was my closest one. Okay. And it is a great song, but I just can't put a slower song from Judas Priest as number one. It's, just, it's, it's like sacrilegious <laughs> to me. Yeah. So did you have every album but that one represented then? I did. Okay. Because yeah. you, you had one from Turbo, right? Only. Yep. You had two from... Uh, you had a bunch from obviously from Defenders. One a couple from Painkiller. A couple from Painkiller. Yeah, and then so yeah, that was the only album one you didn't me. represent. Yeah. Um, which is my now here's here's what's funny is you didn't my favorite album Point of Entry you had nothing on your top ten from your favorite album Painkiller I had nothing had on the nothing. top ten from. <laughs> so we each omitted an album wow. just happened to be each of our favorite album yeah. from the era. So. Oh, crazy. All right, so yeah. How so, many crossovers did we have? Just the Sentinel and... Well, um, we both had Electric Guy. Electric Guy. Um, and we both had Some Heads Are Gonna Roll. Oh, yeah. So three And we them. both had Sentinel. Yep. So we had three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's, you know, like I said, I, I could have put a lot more from from uh, Point of Entry, but I just, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, maybe not a lot more. I'm just saying like songs like Turning Circles. God, I love that song too. Um, don't Go, I love it. You Say Yes, I love that song. Um, anyway, so if you were gonna if you were gonna rank the albums, you think you would go Painkiller one, and then what? Probably Defenders and then two, Defenders, yeah, and then maybe Screaming three, Screaming three, and then maybe like a Ram It Down. I'll do Ram It Down four, Turbo, Turbo. and then maybe either then British Steel, or then Point of Entry, then British Steel. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mine goes <laughs> interestingly enough, like um, not quite the inverse, but like I've got Point of Entry number one, Turbo numbers two. Uh-huh. Uh, screaming at number three, then Defenders at four, Ram It Down, British Steel, and Painkiller last. Painkiller last. Yeah, I don't know, man. So I just heavy. It's so I know. Good. That's I just so they, it's put, like the it's like the it's like the type of priest I like the least. I really, guess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but see, like we said, that's what's great about priests. Right. Is there's such a, a array of sounds from them. Yeah. Yeah. That people can like them for completely different reasons. Oh yeah, totally. You know? And they don't really ever do like ballads either, right? No. I mean, they had that. They have that song. Well, they have like Love Bites. Yeah, which I love that song. Yeah. That's actually, remember how I told you there's that chunk of songs off Defender? Right. That's that last song of the oh, chunk okay. that I love. Yeah. All and right. So, wait, you've been well, screaming over Defenders. Really? I think overall, even really? though I even though I probably, yeah, just because, well, I mean, those those two albums are so like, I feel like they're interchangeable, you know? Yeah. They were, like I said, they were both the, the kind of the quintessential era of a Judas Priest in the eighties, um, that those two albums I feel like are like literally interchangeable. Right. I feel like like my buddies growing up ha- that like had records and stuff. I go to their house. They always had in their collection those two albums. Yeah. I don't think I. Re- I mean, I rarely saw you know like a British Steel. Or I rarely saw anything from the seventies. Point of Entry, even. But I yeah. always saw like Screaming and Defenders were like the two albums from Judas Priest. I feel like that just had like it was just. Those were the quintessential '80s. Ones. No, I, I agree. I agree. I could flip flop them. I mean, Defenders and Screaming. I feel like are like the same album almost. But yeah. Well, if I could take away, I got three quick takeaways from researching this that yeah. I could have told you about two weeks ago. One is, like I said, Desert Plains made my number eleven. It almost made it, mm-hmm. and I had never really paid attention to Desert Plains before, and I really liked that song. Yeah. If I had to pick a down tempo pre song as my favorite, that w- that would be it. You know, that's right. my one takeaway. My other takeaway was, like you said, where's this song been all my life? Reckless. Mm. Where has that song been all my life? Yeah, there's you know, a couple I of those. I love that song, Reckless, which is now in my regular rotation of any playlist. Mm-hmm. You know, and then my other one was, I always liked the song Ram It Down. 
But to really go back and listen to it, it made my number four, I think. It could easily made number one. Right, right. Half of that song, <clears throat> listen to the second, half of that song is guitar solos. On Ram It Down? Yeah. Oh, yeah, half yeah. Half of it is all guitar solos. It's incredible yeah. musically. Yeah. So I would say those are my couple takeaways of, of stuff that is kind of new discoveries for me for Priest. What about you? Yeah, I mean, there was a ton of songs that I, there was a ton of songs that could have, um, put on here that i mean like if we were doing a top 20 um i feel like it would have been doing it better justice i mean yeah. it'd be too long of a show to do that but um yeah i mean there were some songs i, I read just like I, that one i just talked to you about um you don't have to be old to be wise like, yeah I, I don't know honestly i don't know if i've ever heard that song before i mean there's right. so much priest material you know that you, you're not gonna hit every song but i mean and me not being a huge see I've, that's the funny thing with, with me with priest I and mean, you and i have talked about this before I have never been a like full album priest guy, right? Ever like I, I've always been with priest. I've always like either discovered or knew that I liked certain songs and maybe plug them into some playlists for it, or um, or discovered a priest song and be like, "Ooh, I like that one. Let me pop that in some playlists." I've right. just never been like like a full album priest person. When I was, you know, especially when you know when you're younger, that's kind of when you. You know, nowadays it's so easy to mix and interchange your music, you know. But back in the day, I mean, you had to pop a cassette tape in your Walkman. You were listening to that whole cassette tape. Yeah. Priest was just never one of those bands for me. Rat, yes. Molly Crew, yes. Twisted Sister, yes. Uh, even maybe Ozzy Osbourne to a degree. Yeah. But never, for some reason, Priest, I never really owned any Priest growing up. Um, I think the first time I really heard them was on this compilation album. You got another thing coming was on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I started, you know, I mean, I always knew them growing up. I don't know about you, but I always knew them and I liked them and I, the songs I knew. I just never had a Priest album growing up, which is weird. I've, the, I've come two, to like them in, in later in life. Yeah, but. I had the two records we just talked about, the interchangeable Screaming mm -hmm. and Defenders. Yeah. I had those two records when I was a kid, but even then, <clears throat> I would you know maybe play side one that had the couple hits. Right, right. And, and I would never listen to side two, ever. So I was the kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah, you know? it is kind of nutty, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I th they've got a lot of good stuff, and I mean, there's some song like there's some songs now that I've discovered. I've always liked I've liked Point of Entry now for the last you know couple ten years or so. I've just really latched onto that album. Mm -hmm. um, but um, some of the other stuff, like some of these new songs I discovered, I'm just like, dang, yeah, okay, uh, playlist pop. You know, you'll right. be on my playlist on this one, and you know. You want to put your hands on my private property? You're yeah. listening to this. Um, tell you, this episode changed it for me. I I love a lot more Priest now than I ever did. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Dude, they had seven albums in that stretch. That's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, a lot of bands did put out you know an album a year for a while, or you know, but that's a lot of albums. I bet you. By so by the time they got to Painkiller, that was probably like their. I mean, I don't know. I could look at it, but uh, if Defenders was like, I think Defenders was like their seventh. They were already yeah. like their 11th, 12th album yeah, by the time that crazy. came out. I mean, the 90, you know, it's nuts to think about. But all right, so Priest Top 10 80s concludes as we roll on out of here with Little Priest. Um, and until we roll back into Headbangers Rock Show, you ought to stay really, really metal. 